0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Unofficially Opinionated. I am Christian. We got Nate and Tim here, per usual. What's up, guys? Yo. What's up? Hey. 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 So today we're going to be talking about generative AI, chat GPT, large language models, all that fun stuff. I know before we, we talked about AI kind of in general and is it out here to kill us. So today we're a little more specific since uh, <laughs> since that episode. A lot has been happening in the realm of kind of the chat GPT and, and the, the other models of that nature. So We'll discuss that very shortly, but I guess before we get there, how's the week been, you guys? What have you been up
1: to? Yeah, Tim. But you, Nate? Me? What? <laughs> I always speak first. <laughs> Not that I have a problem with that, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> this week was weird. I don't know. I felt incredibly, I, I felt like I lacked a lot of energy. I was sleepy all the time. So I slept a lot this way. Apparently there's some, maybe I missed out on some sleep somewhere, sometime, somehow. So I didn't do much of anything. I didn't do much gardening. I didn't do much of anything. I went to the gym. I cleaned the house as little as possible (laughs) just to make it presentable. And otherwise I just slept. I slept a lot. So yeah. Not wrong with that. Yeah. I didn't look for any jobs, which I should be, but uh, Liam and I were talking about the types of jobs that I would be, um, you know, looking for. Um, so that's that. <laughs> cool. Otherwise, nothing. sounds like
0: exciting time mm. to catch up on sleep.
1: I mean, it's not really exciting because I, I do like sleep while I'm sleeping, but I don't like going to sleep because I feel like it's a waste of time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very similar. I'm, I'm challenged in that way. Like I hate going to bed. Yeah, exactly. But I also hate waking exactly, up. Exactly.
1: So. Yes. Go Yeah. <laughs>
0: I hate getting out of bed, but also I hate going too bed because yeah. I wanted to keep doing. You're right, like
1: exactly, riding, man, precisely. <laughs>
0: it's a vicious cycle. It is it's a vicious cycle.
2: Yep. How about you, Tim? What you been up to? Um, you know, just doing doing interview things and and kid things, Sweet. And fixing my kids' Sweet. bikes. How was the interview things going? Not ride them. Uh. The interview thing is actually is going fine. Just, you know, you know, you, you know, when you haven't been on the interview in mm-hmm. a while and then you do the interview and everybody interview is somebody, you know, and you're like, you're like, you're like chill out. But then you do something weird and it just it's like a stumbling all the way. <laughs> you're just tripping over the same rock. And then and then when they say, all right, we'll talk to you later, you're like, all right, you, you immediately close the window. Oh, was yeah. it? Um... But it was great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was. It was virtual. It was virtuals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was okay. virtual. I got it. Yeah. It was, it was great
0: though. Nice. So very cool. The one but, thing I remember from my last interview, because again, it's it had been like eight years between interviews, I think, or something like that. Yeah. But um, I looking back at it, I wish I would have had more questions about the company. Yeah. I realized I was just in such a such a rush to just get a job a, yeah a job and like and like impress them mm-hmm. that I forgot that like I need to know what I'm getting myself into definitely so mm-hmm. maybe that can be a topic for another day but like it's just like you know you really make got to make sure that it's going to be a good fit yep. because you don't want to keep jumping around or just be kind of miserable because it's not what you thought it was Never. not that I'm miserable but it's, it is not quite exactly what I was thinking it was going to be mm-hmm. and I probably could figure that out a
1: little bit more had, been at had time you asked questions so. yeah but when people are going to job interviews for the most part it's because they're desperate to have this job. So it's not, it's, <laughs> right. it's rarely there uh, do they feel in the position
2: to be able to ask questions. They're like, just give me a job and give me money, mm-hmm. basically. So. And the other thing, if you work there for like more than half a year, what questions do you have to ask? No this is when you're
0: well, applying well,
2: well i mean for
0: in your case you you'd worked no. there before so you might have yeah. to do your question but, but oh yeah okay
2: i
1: see i see what you know. you're saying yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's true like am i gonna be doing this you were already doing that fool
2: oh yeah are right. you still doing <laughs> yeah, they actually, foolishness they, yeah because they actually that was one of the other things they asked me questions i was like no i don't have any questions <laughs> <laughs> i know <Really>? the job <laughs> <laughs> I tell you
0: one thing right now, though I'm always suspicious of people that don't have any questions. I feel like I feel like you should have
2: questions.
1: Someone that has no questions. I'm like, that
2: was in the interview,
1: it's it's off putting if Everybody, no one has questions. I work with, but them. you should also understand that again, people aren't don't feel like they're in the position to have questions.
2: You know? To ask, right? I, exactly. I'm speaking of,
0: of, of any scenario, like in a meeting anywhere where it's <laughs> like any questions, and, and people are like, "Nope." In a I'm
1: meeting, like, mm, it's very frustrating. Yes, because you weren't listening. Yes, you exactly. guys 100 percent understand. Right, everything exactly, you heard, right? That is never the case. <laughs> you were no. not
2: engaged.
1: Which, which is why,
0: which is why, in the interview perspective, if someone doesn't have questions for me, I'm like, mm, "Are you really engaged with this? Are you just going through the motions and just you know whatever?" Right? Like if
1: you're not really engaged in it, then you know. Is that how you're going to be when I hire you? Yeah, probably. That's just, but just, again, my, my perspective. They just want a job, basically. I mean, right. like 80, 90% of them, they yeah. just want a job. Like the the jobs that. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: we can Yeah. all right?
1: Okay. The jobs that uh, I didn't know what happened. Like, all of a sudden, like, my volume <laughs> just went down. I was like, oh, God. Okay. The jobs that I've applied, this is totally not the subject, but. <laughs> Today but the jobs That um, I totally forgot what I was saying What were you saying you said something about like um, They're not paying attention and...
0: Well they, they're not yeah. going to be super engaged If they weren't really engaged in the interview I guess I, I kind of judge that by if they have questions Or at least ask something You know
1: yeah I didn't mm-hmm. Anyways, that, is this is a whole nother topic. Sorry, I totally forgot what I was going to say, but I, it was super relevant, I think. I'm sure it was. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure it was. Yeah, because, you know, I'm super always relevant, relevant right? <laughs> Again, not the topic. <laughs> right. How was yeah. your week, Chris? <laughs>
0: yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, just kind of two big things. Not two big things, but mostly, you know, playing a lot of Diablo 4. Mm. Um, I find that I have much less time now that my family is back home. 'Cause I uh when they were gone, it was probably a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. So I was uh
1: It was university all over again. <laughs> I was
0: getting it in. So it's funny because there's the people that I, I was playing with online during that time. Mm-hmm. And so now like whenever we play, they're like way ahead of me in levels yeah. now. And I'm like, oh, I'm just falling behind. Yeah, you know, that's right. But I'm like, but I also have to go to work. So Right. Uh, okay. Listen. Right, you know, <laughs> there is that. So yeah, there, I've been doing that, but I'm having a good time with that. Also, just at work, um, we've kind of been they're kind of changing ownership and changing a lot of the way that, that we kind of operate and focus and kind of restructuring overall. So just now I've been working on trying to figure out kind of what that means for my department. I say department, I'm a department of one essentially, but still like, you know, the, how's it, how's it going to grow? And does it need to grow? You know, yeah. um, how do we need to allocate costs and things? So that's just been kind of a interesting uh, kind of uh thought exercise the past week or so. So that will continue, but yeah, so that's been kind of, my week there, okay. Good time, yeah. But yeah, so on to the topic de jour. Yes, please. Uh, to use the the French. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you' being all international, <laughs> right? <laughs> we, we.
1: <laughs> nailed it. <so>. No.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, not quite. So today we want to talk about kind of you know, large language models, chat GPT. I think most people, even if they don't know what it is, have at least heard of chat GPT at this point, because yeah. it's just kind of exploded in popularity since kind of towards the end of last year, the fall, and just, you know, everyone's trying to use something similar and all the AI, all the kind of large tech companies are trying to catch up and do something in that realm.
1: Yeah.
0: Not that they weren't doing things before, but they're trying to show us that they're doing things and putting stuff out there to try to compete with, um, this kind of thing out there. So I want to kind of talk about just step back and say kind of what even is ChatGPT? Um what does it do? What does it not do? And kind of what are some uses that people are using out there in in the field in society? And also are we using it, you know, in our lives as far as some of these things. So I guess to back up, you know, there's different types of of AI and AI is probably a bad term. As I've been listening to more and more kind of tech discussions, artificial intelligence is probably a misnomer, and it makes us, it takes our brain somewhere it doesn't need to go, right? Because this is not artificial intelligence. <laughs> it's math, right? So all of these things are just algorithms that process information, and it processes it logically to get a result. Um, none of these things are intelligent in the way that we would.
1: So well, know, yeah, how would you describe intelligence?
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look, we, look, we went to that. We, we did. That's whole. You guys want to hear that? You can go listen to it. But <laughs> the point is, what what these things are is is not that they're not intelligent. These things are models that, based off an algorithm, which is basically a math formula, take input. Turn it and get output. Yeah,
1: Um, and you say math? Are you talking about binary as well? Because they use a lot of they're using a lot of um, writing. So you well, but yeah, well, it's 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 looking at text, but
0: it's it it actually breaks it down into pieces into code that it uses to like do math again. So it's 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 not actually reading a word. It's taking that word, breaking it down into component parts. Okay, because it kind of it's it's learned learned right right -hmm. it has it has it has uh, machine learning it has relationships about what those pieces mean and how they interact and relationships right yeah it uses that to infer okay this is actually the word you know tiger right all right what what is attached to tiger in the database and then it kind of goes through that so right
1: so how would that be math though because that for me that would just be
0: well but by math i mean like if this then that is essentially oh okay it's, okay, it's code, okay okay right like yes, yeah it's I see, yeah yeah i see you know what i mean yes, like, yes yes yes, yes, yes okay yeah, yeah okay yeah math logic it all kind of breaks down to at the end of the day right like ones and zeros and how those things correspond right okay okay um, yes no mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff yeah right exactly um so essentially <clears throat> what what chat is is a large language model well it's based off a, a, long, a large language model and generative ai kind of together they're similar but they kind of go together so a, a large language model Essentially, uh, what it does is it looks at a whole ream of, like, text data, Mm -hmm. given that's the large part, right? Right. That goes through it, it ingests it, and by that, it's able to start noticing patterns. Um, So it finds patterns between, okay, when someone says chat, they often follow that with GPT, right? And so, you know, in certain context, I see these things. So it, it goes through and gets all these relationships kind of stored in there then it starts using that to try to predict um say like the the next word of a sentence so very much how um like autocorrect works
2: predict right so Autopred- if, if you're typing yeah, on,
0: on your phone right mm-hmm. it'll one try to correct your word mm-hmm. based off of a lot of times it, it'll it'll know kind of how you type right so it'll know what you mean right right but initially it's just generally based off of hey when someone says hey how was your it's going to know okay um, that generally ends with the word deck. Right. Right. If I'm, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Yep. It, it doesn't know you. Right. It doesn't know. It just <laughs> probability says that's how this is going to end. Right. How, Which is interesting day?
1: because almost I would say it is only for me on a very personal level. Uh, for example, uh, predictive typing or um, or autocorrect is probably only 70% right or correct Mm -hmm. for me, Um, especially with the word wheel. Hmm.
2: (laughs) Very (laughs) Do you have
1: to type it wrong? Specific. (laughs) No, that's the problem. So if I'm typing uh, wheel, right? So we will. Now
0: now spell it.
1: We will. W-E-W-I-L-L. And so I'm spelling it W-E we apostrophe L-L. Get right. It. Mm-hmm. But it will it will it has never, ever, ever left it that way. It is always uh, and it does the <laughs> same thing with where were and
2: mm.
1: were. I think they're both pronounced hey, the same way. It's right? like
2: data, they're contractions, man. Yeah, it exactly. It yeah. does
1: not. And so I don't know if it's just because English, you know, <laughs> right. but uh, there are very there. There are certain words. And that's why I said 70 percent, because it will um, especially, I think. AI has an issue with maybe uh, profanity. Um, and so if I'm typing something that it considers profanity, it will try to, which is weird because I'm thinking if you're going to be kind of learning from the way that I type, you should know that when I'm typing this, this is what I mean and not right. duck, you know? <laughs> but, right,
0: but I think often, right? I think often also they, they, they build in sometimes controls. Yes, in yeah. ways to help, right? So even even with like 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 ChatGPT, they try to build things in there so you can't abuse it and do kind of awkward things. Um, I know, it, yeah.
1: I know for a while people like, were I using you... it to
0: make like you know girlfriends and things and like you know, <laughs>
1: yeah. but I mean they do they have those though, right? <laughs> yes,
0: right, yeah. But like this wasn't made for that, right? So right. so they, I know they kind of took away some of those.
1: They did, uh, yeah. Like
0: abilities from people, mm-hmm. which <laughs> you know,
1: the, which other producers were, just picked, up. They picked <laughs> yeah. up the slack so.
0: yeah exactly exactly but, again they're, they're trying to be for the masses not for you know
1: yeah but still even if you're clicking on so for example so this is what i, I have to do so if i'm typing you know wheel blah 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 mm-hmm. i'll type w-e apostrophe l-l um it'll automatically change it to well right mm-hmm. so then i have to delete it or start deleting it uh until it proposes what i've typed in that first right and then i can click that. Or if I'm typing and I, and I think quick enough and I look down to the, to the left, uh, there's my option that I'm actually typing so that when I finish the word, it won't auto-correct, like automatically. That's what auto-correct means. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that right. is something that's very frustrating because while I'm in the midst of like typing, I don't want to have to stop and continuously click on the word that I'm actually meaning. Otherwise, it just takes more time from typing. You know what I mean? So... Anyways, that is one of my pet peeves with autocorrect, and uh...
0: <laughs> right, exactly. And so, it, it, essentially, what what these large language models and, and these kind of chat interfaces do is, again, they go through, they ingest reams of data, a lot of it from the internet. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, they gather huge amounts of information, they ingest it, they make relationships, and then they refine the training. So humans. To some degree, are involved with, you know, hey, let's see if it's getting these relationships correct. Um, they iterate, they feed it back to it, and then it gets better and better and better at kind of predicting these relationships. So once it kind of has the model there for how these things tie together, then there's the generative part, which is essentially it's it's doing its best to to do the best next thing. To get to the end result. Right. So if you say, hey, you know, summarize this 25 paragraphs of text, it's gonna ingest it in and then it's going to start typing the most likely first word mm-hmm. and next word based off of summaries it's read, mm-hmm. right? And then what's in that text and 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 try to come up with something that sounds like a human would write. It, right. You know, mm-hmm. and that and that's what it's doing. Right. Um, they also have have bits in there around trying to it's they try to have it somewhat randomized so that it won't always give the exact same result yes so parts of it are trying to make it not strictly abc it'll try to add a little bit of flavor into it which is why some some of these models you you can tune it to be like more or less kind of um creative Mm -hmm. so you can get different versions of the same thing if you kind of Give it a different parameter yeah um, so that, that's that's really how they work and, and that works with, with with both text and with um art right so yep. things like stable diffusion and dali what they do is they read the prompt and then they go through their reams of images and images and image parts and laura's yeah and they they just keep layering it in i mean you don't see all of this happening mm-hmm. but they just keep yeah. adding and tweaking it until they get to the end right. and it'll show you the end result yep. right um, that's what sometimes it looks great. Sometimes it looks kind of weird because it's just yeah, throwing yeah. pieces together right, exactly from what it understands of understands of of what you've asked it to do. Right. So yeah, yeah. That's kind of the the broad scope of kind of what generative AI is, what LLMs are, and kind of you know how they work. Um, as we look at this, you know, the one thing that we, we discussed last podcast was you know is AI sentient, these different things. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you really look at what it is, it mimics human speech, right? Like what it is, is it's like, it's it's like a parrot, right? Yeah. Like it can mimic and it can, it's supposed, the purpose is for it to sound like a human. Right. Right. The purpose isn't for it to be like a human. Right. So, um, but we tend to, as humans, like uh, I'm going to, Always ruin this word, but anthropomorphize. Oh, I think I got it. Okay. Um, things, yeah. right? So, like, like biologically, we see faces in things. Like we we speak about things as if they're human. We we give them human characteristics, and so it's very difficult with something like this mm-hmm. that's intended to sound like a human. We start talking about it like it is a human, right? Because if, for for example, well, one thing that we that that's a term that's used often is is hallucination with the, with these models, right? So sometimes though, sometimes the model will, will say something that's kind of off the wall, yeah, or kind of go off track, and they they call those hallucinations. Well, why? Yeah,
2: all humans should die. like
0: it's it's not it's not an intelligence, right. so it can't hallucinate. Yeah. It's simply when I've script, or it's simply there's something wrong in the logic.
1: Oh, that's kinda not hallucinating. I didn't know that they called that hallucination. Yeah. It's not a
0: person.
2: Right. Right. It's yeah. it's simply incorrect. So I watched uh I watched this whole video and it was the weirdest thing where they had all these reporters and they had like these different companies that had their their AI humanoid looking contraptions up there answering these questions. And some of the answers were like I don't accept your answer because that's incorrect. You know, it was just they was just like like you said, they was just off the wall answers, right. like like. But it's like no, you should not say but that. These are this is <laughs> the reason
1: why I don't think people should be. I mean, these are part of the reasons why I don't think people should be. People get to become afraid of everything. the The unknown scares people a lot, um, and this is why I don't think that they should be so afraid of it because it's like humans are creating this. Yeah, we can use it for bad like we've done everything you know (laughs) everything every great invention that we've created has been used even books have been used for evil so like you know (laughs) it's it's nothing this is nothing new so yeah it's not it's not trying to take over the human population or the human species um we it definitely can be used to help us but you know like we i I use it, I use um, a version of, I don't use ChatGPT, I use um, Bard, but Mm -hmm. I use that to help me write some of the descriptions in our YouTube videos because, and then I edit them, you know, Mm -hmm. because um, I like to kind of, I use it like as a template. So it shows me, you know, this, like, for example, just the most recent one, I think I cut out like a third of what they had written. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so, you know, because I was like, that's actually not exactly what we were talking about, but it helped me. And and that's the thing, like, I felt like humans have always been using templates. Like we use templates from, like, when I do the video editing, I use, I started off with a template, you know, and then I, de- I, then I slowly ended up developing my own template. So that's kind of what, I like using ChatGPT for, or you know, different versions of that, and I think other people do as well. Like for example, I may have mentioned this before, but um, Liam has a friend who started up her own business, and she used ChatGPT to help her create her business plan, to help her create her, um, um to help her create her business card um and something else she used it for something else i forgot and she was like and for her it was like a lifesaver because she wanted to start up her business but she had to do all this which she wasn't very savvy with you know she knew what she wanted to do Mm -hmm. but she was like i have to do the business part too and she didn't really know how to do that Chat gpt helped her do it so you know for her it was a menial task um that be you know and the, and the um and artificial intelligence uh helped her accomplish it so mm-hmm.
2: yeah so the, the, but the, see those are the good things that you know people use it for the the things that people are concerned of with is military you know appropriation of it you know like using it like using using like ai with like like with like nuclear arsenal and stuff oh like well, they're that. I've heard they're definitely that
1: going up. to be using it for. And,
2: well, right now, no, no, no. Right now, um, I from what I heard was right. The the U.S. and other countries right now are actually m- trying to make laws, global laws against that.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what the U.N. is uh, for, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, right, right now, UN, the... I, I can't imagine anyone would connect any weaponry to generative AI because really? again, if if you remember what it does, right. It it doesn't know
2: anything. It's simply no making yeah inferences. But, but that's the AI. But that but that's the AI we have now. I told you there's different there's different phases, and um, so there, what people are talking um, the military they're working on um, a bigger phase. Basically, I guess it's more so. That's more general, not what we have here on the computer, but it's more general where it can determine different things. So. Yeah. Yeah, I know we got I, we got to we got to talk about what what what's the difference between what we have in general and general. No, I was going to say I, just using but my I imagination, I definitely
1: could see the armies using this uh, as a um, that you know, like so there was bad. a nuclear uh, race as well. You know, we uh, <laughs> we can use um, the nuclear sciences for to improve you know life, like giving us energy, but then we could also use it to destroy it. So we had to come up with, you know, something, uh, an agreement. I could definitely see the army's trying I, to, I mean, to use yeah. this. When, but I, when
0: I hear, when I hear like, like kind of real life examples of where this could be used mm-hmm. for warfare, it's really informational warfare. So if you recall back in the, the 2016 election, like Russia was, was doing a lot around just a lot of like fake ads and Facebook stuff and, yeah. and, and ways of moving sentiment and yep. causing dissent and 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 kind of um and also just muddying the waters of, of, of what real of, of, of what the truth is right. right and so they had people in these farms that were just kind of spamming stuff online
1: yeah
0: um, with generative ai the amount of that that you could do is trivial mm-hmm. because again a lot of when you look at them you could tell okay this is bad english right you know so so Mm -hmm. this generative ai can at least get english that good you know like you saw these spam emails you get like you're like wait a minute this is obviously not real because this is the english is is wrong right Right? and that's how we get tipped off very quickly Mm -hmm. um but as these things get better you know these one of these spam farms could turn out way more emails way more quickly yeah and just boom and they're much more believable and they're much better Mm And they could then connect that to if they have, you know, data sets, it'd be very easy to customize it to your information and send it to you. Mm -hmm. So I I know right now there's concern around being aware that, hey, you know, Russia could do this again, this election and start flooding the Internet and flooding social media with all this bogus information, bogus articles, all kinds of things that people don't take the time to validate, check, verify the truth of them. Mm And people like getting upset about this thing happened. And you know, there's yeah. also there's already some some article that went online. I'm, i forget who did it, but it was like the Pentagon got bombed. There's like like a, a, a generated image, yeah, right. And an article that went and people started sharing it online. Yeah. Before I didn't know it that took though. yeah, but like that happened very rapidly. So imagine how easy it would be to just
1: constantly put those
0: things out here. Mm-hmm. And then people start to not believe
1: anything. Well, so now. So people already just believe. I mean, people already are just reactive anyway. Like they're reacting exactly. even if the information isn't good. So, I mean, even if the information isn't uh, legit or real or anything like that, they just they'd like reacting anyway. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. if I mean, uh, maybe. It'll, yeah, maybe it'll desensitize them. Maybe they'll just become
2: hypersensitive. I don't know.
1: What were you going to say, Tim?
2: So, oh. So yeah, so I, I I looked up some things mm. here, and they're what they're saying is there's seven different uh, phases, and the one we're at right now is artificial narrow intelligence.
1: Now, when um, you say phases, and what do you mean?
2: Yeah, so the different so phases like different types. Sorry. Oh, okay. They're they're saying there's seven. There's artificial narrow intelligence, then there's artificial general intelligence is artificial um super intelligence and the other ones we don't care about because we're not even we're not even there close to that but (laughs) right but from what they're saying here you know the artificial narrow intelligence that's where we're at right now where it's an ai designed to complete specific actions and tasks uh, unable to independently right
1: well it is machine. we're pushing that speaking of learning because i do want to get into some of the things that are Interesting about AI, and you know, not really feed yes. off of the fear that people just kind of naturally fear. have. I think the, there are some things that are uh, interesting about the possibilities of AI, and one yep. was something that you had mentioned, uh, Tim. What, this well communication, right? You want to yes. tell us what the what that's about?
2: So, uh, there's, so there is SETI. So, um, and when I say SETI, I'm not talking about um SETI that watches the stars. This is SETI that lists that translates language from males. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for yeah, that. Two, that's yes, there are. There <laughs> are. That exactly. was totally on the star. Yes, page, I was. So, I'm glad you
1: <laughs>
2: so go ahead. So um so so basically Facebook they um they made a new model of um a new model of how we translate Different languages. Yes. It doesn't work the same way as we normally, like, you know, like, you know, like Google, it doesn't do the same thing. It uses a different model, which I can't explain right okay. now. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, they use a different model and they took that model and they're trying to use it to translate the, all the clicks and um, sounds that um, sperm whales make.
1: Um, yeah. So, in an effort to understand, excuse me, for humans to understand, kind of what uh, Wells might
2: be communicating about. I mean, yeah. I mean, not, not, not Yeah, not in the way where you know where we're going to sit there and just have a dialogue with him. I mean, but... we
1: never know. But yeah, currently that's not the <laughs> Yeah, I mean, in the future. Yes.
2: Currently, it's the I mean, idea. That's what I want. <laughs> Yes, I do. Too. <laughs> I want to be like, yeah. You're like, girl, I yeah, I talking know. To a okay. Whale. <laughs> <laughs> you I tell see. that home record, so.
0: <laughs> right? Oh gosh. So yeah, I guess Tim. So how how are they? Um, so they've they have a model that helps them understand, I guess, whale whale language better. So I guess how how are they using well, this currently? I guess what so what are they doing? Okay,
2: what? so. No. Okay. So we got to backtrack because right now they, they have the idea. They are right now they're at the point where they're trying to collect enough information. You got to think like Star Trek. Okay. You know, when they, when they're trying to get information, like, I need you to talk more. So the, the, you know, the device needs to hear more words. From right. Okay. You. So right now they're trying to collect all this information so that within that, um you know, transcribe model that it can work out what, is and what's not you know right so that's where they're at they're in that phase they're, they're oh, in that okay. collecting information phase. So, so, so what Still. they're
1: doing because I, I you you showed us a video we'll share it on the um we'll show, share it in the description but the you sh- you shared a video where the 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 key point in this is that not only are they hearing are they recording the the sounds mm-hmm. that these wells are making they have to associate that with something so mm-hmm. they are also um recording or you know registering however they're doing that with kind of the motions that the 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 things that the whales are doing so if they make a certain sound and then they do something you can associate this sound or these sounds with this behavior sort of thing and Mm -hmm. that is how we end up or they're going to end up and I, i think it's definitely possible that they're going to end up to be able to um they can communicate with whales if they can get the if they can get the sounds down they can communicate with whales but not again we're not kind of like sitting down dialoguing with them we are indicating like for example i saw this video of this uh, killer whale who had swam up to this boat of people and he was making kind of gestures right but they didn't know what it was, but it took them a while to understand that he was asking for help or her, I don't, don't know, uh, was asking mm-hmm. for help. They they called the, some of the um, offshore rescue team who came and found that, uh, and the whale stayed there and waited uh, w- until the rescue team came. And then it waited a little bit longer. And the idea, the thought was maybe he's trying to gauge if they were safe or not um and then led him to his mom or her mom they said i think they said his but i don't know again um whose tail was caught in a in a a buoy i think it was in a string or whatever Mm. so they they ended up cutting it free uh and then they thanked him and um by like like swimming around and stuff like that swimming around the boats or whatever and then left off and they were you know super happy so this type of this type of communication would make that whole process probably a little bit easier knowing, you know, you know, they're hearing it. If we knew what they were, you know, the clickings or the splashing or whatever it is Mm -hmm. was uh, indicating uh, we could immediately interpret it, use it with the computer or just, you know, whatever, and then be able to re-communicate with them with the same sounds or sounds that would correspond to the situation and then go and maybe help or whatever the situation is. It would be great. And on that key, actually, Ooh. I'm sorry on that note, it's not the first time that this has happened.
2: Oh yes. We have lots. Right. Of
1: there is this, uh, and this is uh, what I was, I had added in our notes is that Be, um, I had, I'd watched this video, this video, uh, Oprah Winfrey video, which uh, also put in the um, description, of a woman who was telling kids or sorry, telling parents how to know what their babies up to the age of like three. I think it was like up to, up to a month or something, or sorry, up to a year or something. I forgot what the age limit was anyway, Mm -hmm. knowing what the, what the child wanted by the sound or the, the, the sound, that they made when they cried or whatever um and she indicated on the show and on the show like they had studied all these babies and stuff like that and they had learned that this sort of guttural sound means you know i have gas or whatever and it's not the baby thinking i have gas or whatever it's a natural sound it's that natural. comes out because mm-hmm. they're trying to get rid of something you know um and you hear it and you're like okay and so she sat down with these mother so she indicated the ones i think there were three or five i can't remember whatever and then she sat down with mothers who had babies that were crying and whatever and she was telling them you know because babies needs are very basic so she was telling them oh do you hear this sound that means she needs to be comforted do you hear this sound that means he needs to um uh he needs to he's uncomfortable so you want to check to see if his diaper Is making him uncomfortable if he's too hot you know or something to that effect or he's saying that he's hungry or something like that you know and she got them all quiet you know Mm -hmm. so it's very so it's it's something that's already happened we can't talk to babies but we can communicate with babies and babies can communicate with us Mm -hmm. yeah on a basic level yeah 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 Yeah. and basically what
0: what, what these what these models allow us to do is is take these huge reams of information and make sense of it, right? Yeah. Like with, with a baby, you know, a parent would learn that just by repetition, right? right? Exactly, it's just yeah. a constant interaction and then you start noticing the pattern, right? Whereas these things can just say, hey, look, give me these, you know, 5 billion data points, right? Of things <laughs> that happened and then get into it. One one thing that I thought was interesting was, I was listening to a podcast, they are talking about a company that's doing, um, what was it called, so, this is generative AI, but yeah, there, there's so many ways to use again, like the math, and so it, it was it was really more of a a model to help. Um, it, it was called Causal AI. I forget the company that's that's, that's working on this. well. but essentially, Causal AI. So essentially, you know, as humans, we we tend to see two things that are correlated yes. and assume one caused the other. Right. Yes. Um, and so, yes. but this this AI is is being trained to better to b- better be able to tell us whether something is causal or not. Right. So it will be able to look at the data and say, Hey, look, um, your sales went down five percent because you know you changed the label on the box from blue to red. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It'll be able to take the information in and and using the model determine the causal relationship and not just the. The, the correlation. So I thought that was interesting that at, is as far very as a, interesting. A, a kind of a, a place that to use the AI. Mm-hmm. Um, but, because, again, again, it's, 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 there's so many ways and so many little niches mm-hmm. that I think you know, someone described it where, you know, to get to, again, like the, the general intelligence. Right. Mm-hmm. They're like, let's just assume, say, there's like one hundred and seventy. Many pieces that have to work together to make that happen, right? Right. And right now we're working on like 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 five or six five or six of these things, right? That are kind of commonly know we're working on, but like is really and it might even be more. But right, the the the, the thought was, hey, there's so many individual intelligences, individual processes that we have to get working, and then start layering them and attaching them together, yeah, to even ever get something, even if that something is possible, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And we need the systems to do it, so you know, like, hold on one second, I gotta... I... Um, so you have, like, you, you have people like uh, Michio Kako right now, who is who is, um, you know, you know, theorying about, like, supercomputers. You know, because when you start layering all that stuff together, we don't have a computer that can run all that. You know, we're, we're looking at supercomputers, or um, and why can't I think of the name of Quantum Computing? I know that's
0: kind of the, Thank you. the new
2: hotness, right? Quantum now. computing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know. We have quantum computers already. Just they're you know they, they you know they they're 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 still what we consider simple, but they're doing they can run complex Things. Yeah, yeah, man, we won't get there, so
1: too. It's,
0: it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, to that point, I saw some companies working on, I'm not sure if it, how successful it's going to be, but they're working on, because um, right now we use electricity to transfer the information, right, as far as circuits, yep. but they were using light. Yes. Um, so, again, I'm, yes. I'm not sure you know, how that's progressing, but they were looking Super to position. kind of start marketing it more to enterprise and kind of these large data centers to help um, as far as energy efficiency and also, you know, because, again, that's the biggest piece is the energy right to even run these things yeah. you know which is yes. so also why a lot, a lot of companies are, are you know there's these large language models but they're trying to get kind of smaller ones that are more specific mm-hmm. um, because then they can mm-hmm. use less energy and it's less expensive yeah. because again to these chat GPT queries are not free no, right it's costing no, energy yeah. right because um, I, I, as an example i not know not even just um, energy it's costing yeah
1: they have to pay for these things
0: w- well right yeah and so example i know like we have a our call center application we use um it's called call tracking metrics at work, and so they had, they, had, they now have a, a a tool where we can have it analyze conversations because you know they get transcribed on the phone,
1: right? Mm-hmm.
0: It can analyze that, and we can kind of ha- ask it to pull out certain information, right? And also even analyze sentiment. Hey, was the caller happy or sad in the call? Right, right, and different things. But to do that, I forgot how many cents it was per each one yeah. because again, it's wow. yeah. it, costs, it costs, right? It's not yeah. free because ChatGPT and these other models are charging these companies to use right. you know the features mm-hmm. so you know a, a, as we get more narrow it can get cheaper and maybe we can use it more often right. in very specific kind of narrow circumstances yeah
1: you know? I, yeah that well thing is interesting for sure yeah it's i, I think it's incredible cuz i think i mean you were talking about enterprises but you know we did our, our business corner we were talking about people doing you know not necess- trying to shift away from uh, you know a 9 to 5 job to do their own thing Um, create their own business, but there are aspects of creating your own business that you don't maybe not know how to do. You don't, you maybe do not know how to do, or you don't want to do, you know, like Mm -hmm. Tim was talking about his uh, t-shirts and stuff like that, but you could, that could be very easily applied to your own, you know, even if it's just a side hustle, you know, it could be very easily, you know, you're like, getting it to help you detect where best maybe to market your product, how best to market it, you know, how effective your marketing is, you know, personal brand cuz I'm not anti business enterprise, but you know as <laughs> we were talking about in the in the business chat, but the, as businesses get <clears throat> larger, you kind of lose your identity, you know, but if you kind if you want to start your own business, which not everybody wants to do, which is perfectly fine, but if you do, these this thing can help you as well. So it's not. It's definitely not something that people should be afraid of. It's definitely something that people should embrace, um, because it's just going to make life easier. And I feel like it's going to help us progress more. I, I think it's going to help us progress uh, faster. Um, as a mm-hmm. as a population it'll help us progress faster it could also you know help us progress into our demise which everything could but so far so good so
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah i'm all so like i know i i know i sometimes i speak where you know i have lots of concerns but um i do understand that you know yeah this is you know ai will help us like you said progress into things i just I just don't want I, I just don't want people to have this, you know, like this, this, this idea that it's all just great and there's nothing else to worry about. You know, I feel like with anything, you always address the concerns, you know, while you're getting the good stuff out of it. Right. You know, like cars, you know, you know, we we, we want to make sure that people are not dying when they're driving in their cars because they don't have seat belts. It's not the 50s.
1: Yeah, but you I mean, know, again, cars progressed as well. They didn't start off with <laughs> yeah, exactly, belts, and they didn't start nope. off with sp- uh, mm-hmm. speedometers, you know? So, like, it's going but to be go a progression. Well. We, we're going to learn what the uh, dangers of it are, um, not just yeah. the conceived dangers, but the actual dangers of it. And then we're going to, you know, make laws against... Uh, using them and then make sanctions or you know punishments if these laws are broken, so that it—I mean—that's the objective of the society. That's what yeah, the government is supposed some to do. Things, but you know, the objective right. is to help protect your not not restrain your um, constituents, but to protect them from but
2: with misuse. You know, yeah, but with some things like. Like with AI, mm-hmm. sometimes you have to conceive where where this could go, and make some laws that can you know work with that. Because you know, like, unlike cars, you know, if they do, if 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 that car hits a person, that's a very unfortunate thing for that person, right? I think it's dangerous. I mean, person—that's a whole other topic. But dangerous. I think it's dangerous to yeah.
1: create a law based on a conception rather than on kind of reality that's how law works anyway is uh well sorry that's how judgments wait till it happens judgments are made anyway like when you take something to court it has to have been something that already happened not something that is conceived to going to happen well well yeah and i think that's 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 a limitation of the
0: law yeah right and and congress is that one is very slow
1: it is very slow. so
0: you, you, you don't you don't want laws being made too rapidly right Yeah, right because it's very difficult to, to change, change them exactly yeah. once once it's in place you know so really what we yeah. need is people to simply be responsible yeah what we really want <laughs> exactly, is, yeah. is hey look, if you're creating this thing, it's your responsibility <laughs> to be responsible and and <clears throat> to look forward mm-hmm. and anticipate. Like, what are some potential outcomes? Like, we can't we can't predict the future, right? Um, but there's someone that I like to listen to. Her name is, um, oh boy, she lives here in Baltimore, um, but her, her role is a futurist, and her her job is literally mm-hmm. she, she she contracts with government, large corporations, and she doesn't predict the future. But she said, hey, look, based off of the data, Mm -hmm. right, here are some likely scenarios and how things could play out given these parameters. So, hey, you should be looking at these places Mm -hmm. to either hedge or protect or invest Mm -hmm. given some likely things that could happen, Right. right? It's not telling you what's going to happen, but hey, look, based off of the past and how we analyze the future, here are trends, here are things that we see emerging, and so if we extrapolate this out, okay, 20 10 20 30 years. Here's some place where it could likely end up. So based off of those likely yeah, things, I mean. let's let's do some things now to 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 mitigate that. But laws laws can't really work that way because yeah. yeah. One, people making laws have to have to have the time to understand to write the law. Right right and to debate yeah. it and make it and it's just it's so difficult it is it's, it's a very <laughs> and complicated
2: congress situation and congress if we're trying to make a law that's going to go 10 years out we'll meet the damn deadline before the law comes out no
1: but even <laughs> that like they made law some of the most ridiculous laws and they were that's again they made and they're yeah, still some on the books like not spitting on the sidewalk on you know on sunday the uh, the first the first <laughs> right. sunday of july or something like that you know and they they they're they're still they still exist there's a guy on instagram who literally makes videos about these stupid laws that still exist it's just very like chris said it's just very difficult to to get rid of that once it's been done so it's yeah whatever anyways but you know what, what you, you what you were talking about chris made me think of another subject that you were talking about, which was, what was that? Uh, Something like an information bubble or something like that? Um, Filter bubble. A filter bubble. Yeah. Because so I was reading up on what filter bubble is. And I feel like that in general is kind of what everyone suffers from, like most humans suffer from. The big
0: problem. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And as a futurist, when you're talking about the future, the the lady, I don't know who she is, but um, I was thinking that's dangerous as well. Even I, I don't know what her specific job is, but just from what I hear, heard you speaking about, it's it's great because a lot of people do use um, kind of like uh, models and historic uh, historic um, historical data to kind of forecast. I mean, most businesses do that. Like if a business isn't doing that, probably won't be in business for long. <laughs> just in general, right? <clears throat> but there is always something that you did not were not able to take into account right Mm -hmm. which was there the data was there but you weren't able to take it into account because for you maybe the maybe wasn't important enough maybe it didn't show up on your radar maybe for whatever reason so that's what kind of made me think about that and i thought the the issue is with humans so first do you want to share with the with the what, the, what was you, what's it called? The what bubble? Filter, filter bubble, bubble. Do filter you want bubble. to explain what that is? I mean, essentially
0: it, it, it happens. It's, it's, it's exasperated with the way the Internet works. Right. And in, in that with, with all these algorithms <clears throat> and things, the Internet is designed to show you what you want to see. Right. And so the, the, the more you search things, the more you like things on the Internet, the more you're seeing Things that you want to see, which means you're seeing less and less of things that don't already fit the way you think and perceive the world. So over time, people are seeing less that they disagree with, right? And starting to, mm-hmm. and but but not realizing that. So you're going online and searching things, and you're thinking this is the way the world is because this is this is this is what's coming up in my Google search. Right. What really happened is Google is showing you what it thinks you want to see, right? Yeah. right you know the example was i I think it was was like someone searched like 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 bp right yeah yeah Um, so (laughs) so, someone might see blood pressure results someone Mm -hmm. might see results for like British petroleum like the gas company right right? like same search but it knows you it's going to show you like your stuff and so and and we also do it just as we choose who to follow on social media Mm -hmm. right who 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 we unfriend all of that gets into kind of making us more and more narrow which I think is is becoming more of a problem um, yeah because there's, there's less things that kind of tie us together which you know we'll discuss on a, on another podcast but yeah it's it's
1: <laughs> possible but
0: also that that feeds into how people are viewing even AI yes mm-hmm. right and all of this because they are looking yes. at news articles or news reports or things that they're reading Terminator right mm-hmm. but what they, <laughs> but what they're reading is stuff that they are inclined to agree with exactly. already yep and it's already In their little universe, right? right? Mm -hmm. Which I mentioned to you guys before, which is why, you know, I'm part of a few different groups online that are intentionally not like me. Right. I mean, sometimes it's very difficult (laughs) to talk (laughs) to some of these people and and to hear what they're saying, Mm -hmm. but it also helps me, helps me hear how they're perceiving different things that are that are going on. Right. So I'm not only hearing, you know, my perspective.
2: What you want. Yeah. Um,
0: but, yeah, but keep the horizons yeah, broad. Yeah, but but again, exactly. I think back to the AI thing. I think there's some degree to where I think just tech bros, like the the people in technology are sometimes also subject to the same situation. Yeah. Right? Whereas exactly. they are viewing AI this way. Right, mm-hmm. and so the way they talk about it, they they may say things in a certain way that they're not realizing how it's going to be taken up or perceived Right. Yes. Or or understood. Right. Right. Like like oh, we're afraid of AI. Like I don't. You're not really afraid of AI because you wouldn't be doing it. Right. Right. Like you you're actively progressing it, but you're so scared of it. Like right. that's not that, that's not really what you mean. Mm-hmm. Right. But but because you're over in this little bubble, you're not really understanding like how that's affecting things. Yeah. Or you are. And doing it on purpose
1: because I don't know. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, just I mean, very related, but in a different aspect. Like, they've <clears throat> people who've worked in tech have always had the uh, stereotype that they don't know how to talk to people, right? Because they are in a bubble, they learn how to talk this way to each other. So when they're talking to people who are outside of it, they don't know how to, uh, you know, dumb it down uh, in quotes or they don't know how to just kind of relate, you know, sort of thing. But mm-hmm. that is how humans generally are. Lawyers are exactly the same way. And so are doctors. And in fact, uh, I think, Tim, you were talking about um, a yeah, about how humans having a hard time so, communicating with each other. So there, the,
2: Yeah. So there are doctors right now in chat convey messages to patients' families because they understand that they do not convey very well. Right. <laughs> so they're using, Because
1: yeah. doctors, imagine doctors are seeing, I don't know how many deaths per year or something like that, and then they have yeah, to deliver that information. They know they're supposed to be sad, but like they're you become desensitized. You're a human. So you're like, yeah, she yeah. died. She didn't make it. Oh, she's dead. And, and, and you know,
0: there are some doctors that had that skill set. But again, yep. a lot don't. Right. Yeah, I mean, you, every doctor yeah. is going to have... You know, highest marks in every right. category of skill set for that job, <clears throat> right. right? And so, again, to your point, there's, there's a lot of people that like that piece of the job, mm-hmm. like they're just that's that's not them, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, may, maybe it's just writing the documentation, yeah. Right? Like I'm just terrible at the paperwork. Yeah.
1: There's a there's wow. a helps with that. There's a doctor that I fo- I follow on uh, social media. I think I've talked to him about him before, Michael. Furskowski. F- F- <laughs> <I'm not laughs> Seems legit. I like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll link his. Uh, Michael some, <laughs> I'll link his social media. But anyways, like he he has often stated that he really dislikes the the paperwork because uh, you know when he has to deal with the insurance companies and stuff like that, it's very complicated. He doesn't, know, and he has to spend his time doing this, you know, researching this when he could be with patients who actually need help rather than, you know, also chat GPT. So, you know, excuse me, uh, AI would be able to assist with that where this is a menial, whatever, but obviously it'd have to be reviewed because, you know, we were talking about you, Chris, you were talking about the, uh, the lawyer situation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, real quick. So these, these lawyers. So again, as we mentioned,
0: how chat GPT works, right. Is that, it's predicting the next likely thing to be in the sentence, right? right? It's not giving you information, which means it's not useful for facts. It's useful for brainstorming and getting idea right. and summarizing something, right? But facts, it doesn't do. So in this example, these lawyers um, went on ChatGPT and were looking for like prior decisions about this particular topic, right? The ChatGPT, it gave him a lot of great sounding decisions that were made and citing them and, you know, this person be this person, all this stuff. Right. Um, right. It, it pulled it out. They took that, sent it to the court. Uh, judge was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, this is all false. <laughs> the whole every case is it, it, it referenced false. Oh all goodness. made up. It sounded correct because that's what it's made to do. It's made to sound like a human and sound right. Like it's telling you the, the type of yeah, the type of facts, type of information that you're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not there to give you the facts. And so they were like, Well, we didn't know that it was incorrect. Because I mean there, there are tools that are that are designed to do this. Yes, there are, yes. right, that are attached to
1: actual like legal libraries, yes, right? right. Chat
0: GPT is not that. No, right? Um, but this goes back to people not understanding what it is mm-hmm. and how it works, and so there's liable to be misuse of it if they're relying on it for certain things, Yep. right? Like medical diagnoses, right? Other, other things right. where it's not trained. Now you could train a model specifically mm-hmm. for purposes related to medicine. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, but these general things are not that. No, exactly. they took the internet and we don't know how much of it or which pieces we know some parts of it, but we don't know exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. And they won't tell us anymore because now they want to make money off of it. So so, uh, (laughs) open AI was much more open until at some point you got to make money. Right. I mean, I'm not mad at them.
1: I mean, I don't know how Google did it. They're still (laughs) free. They have commercials. Well, they had ads.
0: Right. I mean, yeah. yeah. Sorry. That's (laughs) not right. Yeah. I mean, Google's really an ads company. You know, um, that's how they make the money. So it's not about, you know, you are the product. They're selling you. But I could do the same thing. I'm just saying. I'm just
1: saying. Listen. They want some. Yeah, well, I, I mean, so f- yeah. to that point, it's funny
0: because who was it? Sarah Silverman was suing um, OpenAI and um, and uh, Sam Altman and other people because she she claimed that you know if you go and ask it to summarize because she has, she has a book that she's written, mm-hmm. you know, copyright, it will summarize her book. Now the question is, how can ChatGPT summarize her book? And the inference is that there are sites that are out there that are illegitimate, that have copies of yeah, books.
1: Of her books. Okay,
0: yeah. Exactly, right? Okay. We can go and get them. So her claim is that ChatGPT, when it was scraping the internet, pull it. pulled from those Ill- illegitimate sites, mm-hmm. which is why it can summarize her book. Now, okay. I don't know how she's going to prove that, but it could be an interesting precedent how this case goes. That's interesting, yeah. Because this, it also could have been looking at other people that had summarized her book and using them as references been, yes. to write the summary. Exactly. So right.
1: So, but I mean, like, I this, how her, her, post, her book was already pl- published? Is that what you said?
0: Correct. Yeah, it's published. Okay. Right. Yes. yeah Okay. But but ChatGPT did not pay. Right. Like, they didn't
1: pay to get a copy of the right. book. Yes. To ingest it mm-hmm. and use it for this purpose. Right. So how they get to the that uh, point? There is a website. Mm. Or sorry, there is a yes. There is a website that allows you to get. I don't know if it's for all books, but uh, allows you to find the, I forgot what the website is. I, I bookmarked it too, uh, to find PDFs of <laughs> printed books for free. Yeah. I mean, it, it's legal. It's a legal website. It's not like mm-hmm. Napster back in the day or something like that, you know, like it's a legit <laughs> website. So, and there's also uh, a website that allows you to read newspaper articles that are normally behind a paywall for free again totally legit website
0: right now again all those things but the other thing is you know how do we view these ai models as far as them scraping the internet yeah do we we treat them as human or not because as as an example right there's code that 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 you can put i forget what i think it's called robot.txt that you can embed in your website Mm -hmm. so that google will not index your your site right okay so you can tell google hey don't look at my site don't scrape this like see this and then stop right Right, so you know we may need something similar for AI in the future to say, "Hey, look, like this stuff is not for you to go and gobble up and use to then go monetize and sell." Right, <laughs> right, yeah, that's into what they're doing now. They they get all the information, they train their models mm-hmm. on all this stuff, and then they go
2: sell the end result. Right, um, or or to that end, what you said, just like for sites that uh that can that it can look at, you know, they should have something there like that, you know. I mean, you know you, you, you when know, you come off a thought and then you realize that it's all breaking up yeah. and then you just fall off the bridge? Yeah. So, so to that point, so so
0: yeah, I get it, Tim. So an, an, another way that I, I've heard it being used is, is Adobe has a tool, right? Um, a, a, um, Adobe in Photoshop, I think, has a tool that that you can use, like it's basically a, a generative AI tool, kind of like Stable Diffusion mm-hmm. or, or DALI. But their tool only uses – it was only trained – on images that Adobe already had licensed to. Yeah, yeah. So Adobe Adobe has, a, Adobe has a whole library of images, right? So yes. they use those images to train their model yes. so that if you use mm-hmm. it, they they will stand behind yep. you having license to use those images that you generate with with their tool. Yeah, does that. Because they well. basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. which which I which I think is an interesting way to go about it is hey, look, we we know this corpus of data we have access to. Mm-hmm. So we will then stand behind you in case you happen to get sued. I'm not sure how that's gonna work in court, but you know, if you get sued for copyright, if you use our tool,
1: then we back you up because we already had
0: license to use that and and it's already, you know, right.
1: included. So and I and I think just in general, like if you have websites on if you have websites on the internet that are not they should I think they should be specifically blocked if the information behind it is proprietary. Like I feel like or you know specific like if you have information i don't know if this really is a thing but if you have information about the um you know pentagon and stuff like that if that stuff is on the internet it should be behind some sort of firewall that is going to prevent some sort of internet scraping like i I feel like that is just
2: you know well it's like putting a lock on your house right so that kind of stuff actually does exist right now like like you're not going to go online, and you're not going to find how to make like, uh, like like a nuclear. You can on uh, dark web, <laughs> okay, th- the dark web. Just saying. Okay, that's the dark.
1: It is the internet. I mean, <laughs> granted, Chat GPT probably. So you talking about the internet as a whole? Uh, yeah, I'm just talking yeah. about in general. Like you, but I don't think if, if it's supposed to I don't be protected, Chad you need to protect or... it. That's how I feel about it. If it's supposed to be protected, yeah, you should already have some sort of protection on there so that it is not accessible by this you
2: know by this uh but i don't think it's going to be scraping i don't think it's going to be sc- scraping what we consider the dark web they will definitely if it stuff, doesn't already
1: exist they are they oh will no. definitely develop one that scrapes yeah.
0: i
2: mean web. i i don't know because
0: i mean the, the whole purpose of it is to get information useful in helping to generate text and generate things so if it's useful sure but it might not be a the type of data that's useful potentially and how it's organized, right? If it's not useful for processing language, then there's no point in like pulling it in. Yeah, you know. So it's not like they went and yeah. pulled everything, right? It's they're trying to get large amounts of you know conversational and other things that they can use to help understand kind of how, how humans talk.
2: But, yeah, it's gonna. This is this is gonna change how how we do things, like as far as the internet, like when we set up websites and stuff. You know, they're gonna have to have, and I think, and this is what Chris was saying, you know, where you know, when you're setting up a website, that you want your, you state that you want AI to be able to find your website. And then there's l- rules on how the AI can interact with your website. You know, they're going to have, they, they're going to have to have some kind of way of setting that up. And then also letting in, and it lets people know that, you know, that if you say that you want AI to be able to, to find your website, that, if it's a illegitimate website, that means that um, authorities can be, you know, can see this too. So you're not going to hide.
1: Yeah, but the
0: authorities would have to be asked. That's, the case, ask, already, that's the case already. Yeah. I mean, if if you're on the public
2: internet, no, but, uh, that's already.
0: Like, you already know that. Right. You already know that you're successful. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, like, too.
2: well, yeah, I, I, no, no, no. I mean, so, like, because, like, in the case of, like, um, uh, whatever her name is, I can't think of her name right now. The the, the comedian you was talking about. Sarah
0: Silverman, yeah. That mm-hmm. has.
2: a... Yeah, uh, that has her book. If her book is on like a legitimate website, okay, the AI has rules and how it can interact with that website and what it can do. But for the sites that don't have that setting on their thing because they don't want to be found, the AI the AI would just overlook them. It won't even look at those things. And I, and I think that's what you were saying. I mean, I'm that's how it's supposed it to be set up. Way. But
1: I'm saying. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be set up. Like in general, that's how it's supposed. So for example, we um, we schedule our videos. And so if there was a video that we scheduled but we didn't want to be revealed, we're hoping that, for example, YouTube has some kind of protocol set up that will prevent someone using chat GPT or something or, or, not, or whatever from going, you know, uh, detecting, scra- scraping information from youtube channel scene if we have something set up already and being able to get access to that you know what i mean so like it yeah it's like it's not public because it's not public right it's still it's on the internet it's there but there's something there's a, there's something protecting us from you know from this uh tool that's how it's supposed to that's how it is supposed to be that's how it's that's how it's supposed to be i'm just gonna well, I, it like that
2: yeah I'm, no no i i know what you're saying but i don't think i don't I don't think that they have rules of interaction based like for AI like like i don't I don't think they have a rule that says how AI is to interact interact with this website what are the rules for it what can it do what can it not do you know I think it, it could just pull stuff
0: no from, well yeah i I mean, I mean right right now. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a lot of conversation around, you know, if something is, is publicly available on the Internet, what does that mean as far as these AI tools ingesting it, using it and then yeah profiting off of it? You know, because there's there's even just around like art. I know that that's, that's kind of a, a, a big discussion now in that, you know, if 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 Sable Diffusion can go scan every image from um, Getty online. Right. And then it says, yeah. hey, make an image in the style of X artist. It, it used those images to scan, but is the result if they sell that result, how how does that work? Do they owe them royalty? I mean, it is it is yeah. is it is it different if I as a human just look at it and make a copy myself, right? And 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 that style. Like is that that's that's different because I'm just I'm making a copy personally and I, you know, I'm able to do that all I want. People do it all the time. They make yeah you know their own version of something as long as it's different you know so there I mean, there's even, a lot
1: you know people who 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 copy um what do you call those uh, copy the images of like peanuts the peanuts gallery and stuff like that perfect yeah. perfect uh, yeah i mean you, you, you can draw your
0: own yeah. style you you do that all the time i mean you, you can't necessarily sell it right a lot of, Oftentimes, mm-hmm. unless you have license to use that commercially mm-hmm. um and even that sometimes can be vague if it's different enough right exactly and yeah. you know mm-hmm. so that that's where this when you attach AI to it and these models, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the law tries to catch up with some of this right. as some of these things now start coming into court. Um, I know I saw it's not directly related, but there was, there was a, um, there was a case around, oh, how did this work? It was, it was like a, someone had, so there was a, there was a, a license to a photo that was licensed to some magazine Someone used that photo to create a piece of artwork, and then that artwork was referenced in another magazine, <laughs> right? And the person of the original okay. photo wanted like royalty for that use, but they're like, Well, you don't like it's no longer yours because they modified it, and so this is actually theirs, right? And so, and sometimes the way copyright works can be interesting mm-hmm. because once you modify it, it's yours, right. it's no longer the original mm-hmm. thing, and so. As AI starts doing this kind of automatically and then, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how that interacts with, you know, property rights and copyright and all this stuff as it starts merging these things together. Um, I mean, a side note, there's a whole controversy about the secret invasion show um, because it it used generative AI to make the intro. Now I think (sighs) they did that on purpose (laughs) because the whole idea of the show is about, you know, scrolls looking like humans and taking different faces, and it's, you know, what can you trust and disinformation, so I think it but makes sense idea. to use AI to make the thing. Mm-hmm. For one, it has mm-hmm. a, a very unselling look, but also, I think it's on brand, but some people were just disturbed about it, but it also goes to show, you know, did that you know, did that remove jobs from some people? But again, that's the conversation we had before around you know right. that's going to happen. But just make sure that that people get credit for their work. Right. So with that, I heard that what they did was they trained it on art that they had their artists do. So their artists were made paid, the art. Right. They used AI to then generate images based off of the art that they drew mm-hmm. because they knew kind of how they wanted it to look. And then they used the end result as the actual intro for the show. Right. So it's interesting. You know, I don't know where we'll get to. I know there's concern. I mean, generative AI is also just, you know, part of the reason why the actors and the writers are striking right now. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, I really want to that, talk about that too. The way that 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 that, that can be used, <laughs> but I know we've kind of come to the end of the road. Yeah, we
1: have. It's hard to let go. Yeah. <laughs> Alright boys to man. <laughs> and so we've come <laughs>
0: i will not sing anymore it's <laughs> just a quick <laughs> side note. so nate it was funny. the other day i was trying to remember do you recall the name of our singing group that we had no, back, I don't back at remember, church that. but i was trying to think <laughs> I, I was the mind blown that i even did that I know, in the first right? place but uh, uh that's just yeah. way off topic but
1: <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah i don't remember um oh, was it Fifth Harmony? No, it wasn't Fifth Harmony. No, that's an actual Fifth group, right? Fifth Harmony. That's, that's,
0: that's, that's a show, I think. Oh, is that I, a show.
1: Okay, no, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. But
0: yeah, I, I don't remember. <laughs> but, but yeah, well, good discussion, you guys. Yeah. Um, I think you know it'll be interesting to see where this AI thing goes. Um, I'm excited for the uses of it. I think people don't be scared of, no. you know, Terminator coming or a Skynet or uh, the movie Eagle Eye. I think was about the machines coming to get us, but do be concerned about how you uh, use these things to rely on information. Yeah. And yes. where you might see other people using it to give you information. Right. And also I think we want to be concerned about using it to make decisions for us. We already have algorithms. I mean the whole credit reporting system is essentially an algorithm. Yeah it is. Right. And so and that's making all kinds of decisions. So I think we, we want to be concerned about, hey, let's maybe don't have this thing doing important stuff for us until we kind of get this thing vetted out. But you know, hey, I'm I'm hopeful for the future. Me too. And uh, we'll, see. we'll see where it goes. All right. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on with today with us, people. We appreciate you, as always. Find us online everywhere. Yes. Um, we're on Reels. Nate has been pumping out the Doing Reels it. like uh, crazy of late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're on TikTok. We got YouTube Shorts out there. Um, we're going to be looking to actually add some more content pretty soon. Yes, so are. keep an eye out. <laughs> if you have ideas for content you would like to see, let us know. We're open to ideas. You may see some maybe reactions. You yep. may see some other stuff coming out here in the future. So stick with us and you'll see us. Again, we're unofficially opinionated everywhere you find us. Subscribe, like, hit all the notification stuff so you know when we've got new stuff out there for you. And as always, thanks to Nate for the tire of editing work and now taking over the reels and stuff. Yeah, I, I'll get back to it. <laughs> uh, I say it every it's time. I'll get back progress. to it. It's
1: oh, all good, man. Listen. I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks thanks to Tim for uh, all the, the <laughs> thumbnails and stuff it gets better and better every time folks yes, so does. we appreciate you Tim yep. uh, thanks also to Jaden Moore for intro outro music I need to yes. get back with him again to get us some more music for our reels and things yep. so that we don't get any copyright strikes sometimes that'll that. yep. muck up the gears yes, and we don't get the views we want so uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> we have seen that um, so yeah folks thanks for joining us and we'll catch you next time
1: alright ciao, bye, bye Tim, Tim. All right mm <laughs>